When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, DCOMs, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick, before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me. Hunter Martin. Ooh, it feels good to be back on the mic. I know. It's been a while since we've it's been, a minute. been in the hot seat. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a minute. But you know, it was really nice for everyone when we posted that we weren't going to have an episode last Friday. A lot of lovely comments on the social medias um, about how they can't wait for next week. And we're back. So thank you so much for sending all that um, love that you guys were um, bummed, but like in a good way that there wasn't going to be a new episode. Yeah, so. I was bummed, too. Um, I brought I-, I went to Disney and I brought home COVID. Yeah, so that's we had like so many we had so many like topical things we want to talk about before we get into what we usually do. Like Becca went to Disney World. Ex- experiencing Horror Nights at or- uh, Universal Orlando was the highlight for me. As you all know, I am more of a Universal bitch at heart. But I still love the Disney parks. Um, yeah. We had a good time. We should go. I know. We should go next year. That'd to. be fun. We had a let's good time in Galaxy's well, Edge. My my partner made a droid and was like doing a bunch of Star Wars, bunch of Star Wars stuff. Pass. It was fun. I made us a reservation at like the Star Wars bar, and a stormtrooper came in and like walked around while we were having our drinks. Like, this is a table for two. <laughs> we were like, get out of here. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. This is a private dinner. It's actually so not. They clear. sat us at the table with like three other families. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Um, there's a stormtrooper following us. Oh, a mirror almost also fell on your head. Yeah, when it rains, it pours. I, I was having a... It falls. I was having an Alexander's no good, hormone, very bad week last week because I was feeling sick and I tested negative for COVID two days in a row. And then the third day I tested positive, which I was just like, I knew it. So I was sleeping on the couch because I was sick and we had this... We had, I will say had because it's it's going away. We had this big, heavy... It's This is like a 40-pound mirror. Like, I'm not... And it's got like metal all over it. Like I'm not messing around. And it came off the wall and fell on my head while I was sleeping on the couch. So I just. What was your reaction being woken up like that? I <laughs> I think I like... literally just went. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I like... If I heard, I would have pissed my pants. Well, it was Ooh. like, it was a very loud, like, smack from it coming <laughs> off the wall and hitting both me and the table a little bit. And then me just, like, having a shocked reaction. 
At least you're okay. No concussion. Yeah, no concussion. Like I'm, I'm as okay as I could possibly be for a mirror of that size and weight to fall on my head. I'm just very right. glad that it happened to me and not like you or someone else who was staying on our couch. Oh, oh, I was like, what? I could take it, but yeah, I could take yeah, I was, it. I was like, I'm, I'm suing you. Oh, I went to. Me and my friends went to High School Musical Trivia. Oh, that's right. Third place. So, I expected better. Third place, but we got the second place prize because the second place winners did not want it, um, which was a free round of shots. Um, so what we got tripped up on. So we didn't know if it was just High School Musical, the singular movie. Or the entire franchise. It was the entire franchise. As you including should assume. The, including the TV show. What? Yeah. Okay, that's a bit... That's a bit out of left field. So, there was that. Um, I will say, we... There was a question that how many times has what I've been looking for... How, how many times is it sung in the movie? I misremembered the part in High School Musical where Troy's on the balcony singing to Gabriella to get her to go back to the callbacks. Where he sings, does he not sing Start of Something New? He does, but I thought he sang what I've been looking for. <gasps> you! <laughs> <laughs> and then we weren't, sure if, we weren't sure if auditions counted when they all sing it, oh, the different people. That's a good point. So that's where we, we got tripped up on that one. Um, and then... It was just, I will say the questions were, they didn't get, each round did not get progressively harder. So it was hard to break through to a different um, standing because they were easy. You know what I mean? So it was like really hard to break through. Yeah. Um, Or break free. Or true. But I will say there was, the picture round was name the actors instead of the characters. And you'd think, oh, this is the one that's going to break the like break up the pack. No, it was like a picture of Zac Efron. <laughs> and you're like, Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens. Um, we could not for the life of us think of two people, the guy who played Zeke and the guy who played um, Jason. I'm with you there. And I, and I said, I can picture them saying the guy who plays Zeke's name. I can like picture it in my head. I just can't make out what they're saying. And my friend's like, Hunter, just like go to your happy place, figure it out. <laughs> and I literally, Becca, when I tell you, I literally just like put my head down and just like closed my eyes. And it was like, I like, like brain blast from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> like I literally was like, I like focus and I got it. It can't, like a light bulb went off and I had a visceral reaction. Um, so I got that one right, but I couldn't figure out the guy who played Jason. Well, where name. did you, I knew where it- was your happy place? Where did you go? No, I mean, like, you know what they say, like, just, like, focus. So, like, I literally was just, like, I know it's in there in my brain somewhere. I just got to really focus and trying to find it in the little crevices. If you walk the halls it. of East High long enough, the answers will just come Right. Down. But we have, like, a lot to go over. Yeah. As we do every time, once we take a week or two off, the Disney stars are out to play. So we're just going to do a rundown of some of the hot topics of the Disney stars. So let's get into it with some Disney 411. Biggest news, I would say Joe Jonas 
ending his marriage with uh, Sophie Turner. Right. It was a little, he said, she said for a while, is it happening? Is it not? Um, and then they officially filed for divorce and put out a statement. Um, and today, Sophie, well, the PR moves were very painting Sophie Turner not in a great light. Which is true. It seemed like they were trying to paint Sophie Turner like a, like a bad mom and a party girl. Right. And like those right. were the only um, stories the, we were getting for a while. And then she was spotted today, with Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know that is a power that is the power move right there. Mm-hmm. The ultimate power move. I know the Joe Jones where they were shaking in their boots. Oh yeah. From that. The ultimate power move. She knew exactly what she was doing stepping out with Miss Swift. The the move of Joe to like I mean, he did that thing, like, Jones Brothers are still on tour right now, and he, during the show, was like, don't believe anything you hear unless it comes from these lips, and then that night was when he posted the picture on his Instagram where his wedding ring was, like, very prominent in the photo, just for, like, two days later for the divorce announcement to come out. Yeah. Celebrities are so weird when they have to, like, put up a front, even though everyone behind the scenes knows they're broken up. Yeah. But they can't tell the public yet, so they're like, I'm still married. Like, how weird. I mean, I'm sure people... Regular Joe, <laughs> not to <laughs> pun intended, um, do that, you know, when they're not ready to share. Yeah. And someone's like, hey, how is so-and-so? And they're like, oh, they're good. They're just doing their thing, you know, and actuality there in the process of breaking up. Um, so that was big news. Miley Cyrus uh, ended her Used to Be Young series. And, and our opinion left out some key moments. She never went back to Can't Be Tamed. Which I know no. is beating the dead horse, but... She didn't really talk about um, plastic hearts, really. I know, but she also, she barely talked about Younger Now beyond Malibu, which... I'm surprised, I'm surprised she did talk about Younger Now. I know. But then, of yeah. course, like the black, guess... her Black Mirror appearance got like a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird towards the end what um, she decided to talk about yeah. and what she didn't want to talk about um like she even talked about like this is the performance where i filed for divorce from liam hemsworth <laughs> i was like geez okay but we can't talk about what but we can't talk about what went on with you going into that bird cage <laughs> whatever oh yeah I, i'm really surprised plastic hearts didn't get more time she did make an instagram post where she was like announcing the end of it and being like thank you guys for Going on this journey with me. I can't wait to continue this with you all through new music, which was like, oh. <laughs> and what did she post today? Another damn <laughs> Instagram post with a flowers caption. I nearly pulled we're going every hair out of my head when I saw that. We're going, we're going backwards. Not us regressing. We, we came so far. <laughs> please. Please. Quote, I would rather you quote used to be young like you did 50 million times. Same, because at least it's new. Right. Um. I believe also in the rumor mill that the tides have shifted away from Miley being our Super Bowl headliner, and they've shifted towards and sync. What the heck? What's going on? Speaking of in sync, reuniting at the VMAs. I think it's time to turn over to Miss Selena Gomez for a moment. Um. She made headlines at the VMAs. Yes. Um. Just good of her reactions. And then she tweeted about, I'm done being a meme, which turned into being a meme. Um, and I'm like, Selena, just like. You, 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 you have were... no control over whether or not you were going to be memed. 
Right. Like, You're just mad because the way you were turned into a meme was not your was not the way you wanted to be a meme. When you were wrapped up in that blanket, you loved that. But when you're sitting sitting making faces, you didn't really like that. Um, she also revealed recently in an article that she has not watched her documentary since the premiere and wasn't really sure if she wanted to release it. Yeah. Which I'm, which I'm like, okay. I feel like that's every person who has a documentary. Like, I'm not sure. All right. It's time to go over some new music. Olivia Rodrigo. Release Guts. Yes. Thoughts? I love. Really? I'm obsessed. So I'm a two, three time listen person, mm-hmm. like to really digest it. I was like, meh about it after the first listen. Um, but after the second listen, I liked a lot more than I did the first time around, which is always a good sign. Yeah, I think I feel the same way. Like I generally, unless it's an artist that I like really, really love, no matter what, it takes me like a listen or two to really decide whether I enjoy something or not. The first listen, I was also on my flight home from Orlando and like half the songs didn't download and I was just like, (laughs) so I wasn't having a good experience um, spilling my guts the first time. But I went out and bought a second uh, vinyl variant yesterday because I love it so much. And she hid like four different bonus tracks across different variants of the vinyl. So I went out and picked up one that had a song that I really wanted on it. What's interesting oh, nice. is how different our Olivia Rodrigo experiences are. Because I'm yeah. I'm the grungy bop queen and you love her ballads. I'm a ballad boy, what can I say? <laughs> I don't know. I think I really enjoy her ballads. I do, but we, not nearly. Because you asked as me because you asked me what my top played Olivia Rodrigo songs were from her album and I looked. And they were like all basically all her ballads. Um, I like, yeah, I I really enjoy her ballads. What can I say? Um, but yeah, I will say I I enjoyed the album. I will say I don't think I think her her first album had more overall standout tracks. Um, in my opinion, uh, rather than the second album has like one or two i think a lot of the first one i don't know the first one just felt a lot different like oh this is something does that make sense well the first one i think she was also like coming on the scene with a big explosion whereas like we all kind of knew that no matter what happened this album was going to be huge yeah maybe that is it was just like i don't know i guess it was just whether or not she was going to like keep her staying power or not which i think that the reception of this is proving that she obviously will I don't yeah. know. I think getting back I, I, is quite a standout. I I will I will say she no one is really making music like she is at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like a sound I, that we're not hearing from anybody else right now. It's but it's very familiar. It's, yeah, because it's got that nostalgia to it. Like all yeah. of her songs. I think whether you're in the thick of high school or whether you're thirty years removed from it, her songs will bring you like right back to that point. The good, the bad. All well. Of it. Well, I know people are going to run that Jamie Lee Curtis picture of her in Freaky Friday to the ground every time they tweet about mm-hmm. listening to Olivia Rodrigo. I know it's coming every time. I saw someone use it today to announce that they got Olivia Rodrigo tickets. Yeah, so when in doubt, use that photo. Um, all right. 
I want to close the book on guts. Um, I'm done spilling my guts. And I want to get a little revamped to close out the four-on-one and before we head into our big chunk of the episode. Um, revamped by Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I am still kind of in the same boat that I was before the album came out where I think that the songs are all fine, but for the most yeah. part, they didn't change enough about themselves to really stand out to me. I like Don't Forget because she went a little bit in on the vocals and I still really love Heart Attack, but most of the rest of them I'm just kind of like eh on. But you... <laughs> I will say... <laughs> She got me. Okay, here's my thing about it. It's dead. It's basically a greatest hits album, but re-recording them in a different way. I mentioned this to somebody the other day, and I think I'm very onto something that music is in its reboot phase. Like you know, like TV and move TV for a while was like everything's getting rebooted. Yeah. Now I think it's music music's turn like taylor swift's doing her tour jonas brothers demi lovato's doing this in sync coming back yeah you know miley miley cyrus is doing that used to be young which is all about looking back i think that that's like what music is right now i think some songs were hard to translate over to the rock sound because some of those songs were just written and sung for pop style mm-hmm. and like, a lot of the songs were just, they just didn't, like, translate. And a lot, I, and a lot of them were just, um, I enjoyed the ones that were a little further out from the release date. So La La Land, I really enjoyed, because that was something interesting. That, that song's almost, like, 15 years old, yeah. you know? Um, it's over 15 as opposed- years old, isn't it? Right, as opposed to some of the songs that were released five years ago, they basically kind of sound the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I enj- the more, I- but then I'm like, I like it's again. It's just I know what I'm getting into. Listening to this, yeah, you know, but just a little bit more edge. Um, some version I like better. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. But again, it's just like I and again, I don't really listen to a lot of Demi Lovato. So these songs are just like the hits. And I'm like, oh, wait, I do like this song. Let me listen to it again. Yeah. I may need to listen again. Fun. I haven't given revamped the the second pass that I usually give most albums by artists that I like. But I just like, I don't know. Like, none of them really jumped out to me. There were moments in some of the songs that jumped out to me. But other than Heart Attack, there was not like one track that I was like, that is revamped right there. Like, that song is revamped. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't like, none of them were like, whoa, I can't believe they're, Demi Lovato's doing this to this song. It was like, let's just add an electric guitar. She needed to start then. being like, tell me what you like, what you are. <laughs> Anywho, that's all for the big, the big recap of what we missed yeah. at Disney World 1. Well, speaking of Demi and all of Demi's old projects, there were notably from her entire discography i think only two albums that did not get the re- the treatment on revamped one of which was dancing with the devil and the other was the album that we will be talking about today here we go again here we go again was demi lovato's second album released july 21st 
2009. It peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot 200. Okay. And to date is Demi Lovato's only number one album. Really? To date. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get really into the details of this album, what do you remember from this? Is this your first time listening? Or this is my first time listening top to bottom, but I yes. here we go again. The single has been with me for a long, long time. I remember it. Uh, it debuted on Disney following the premiere of the Princess Protection Program. Oh, did it really? Yeah. I know that the, this video, like in between the commercial breaks, you could have always seen, could always see this video. Um, but I love Her that song. Room. That's probably one of my favorite Demi songs, like ever. R- are you mad? Are you mad? Demi didn't cover it for revamped. I don't think it would have sounded any different. <laughs> if she had. I I think like uh, just like watching the footage of Demi during this album cycle that we watched, and there's not really a song on this album that you can point to and be like, "Oh, that's a happy song." I think this was okay. a very like dark. And not so good time for Demi, so it, it makes is, sense that she Becca, maybe would want to revisit and, it. I were like, I was thinking the same thing, um, because I texted back. I said it's interesting listening because I've never listened to this. I only know a couple of the songs, the songs that you know that played on Disney. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is interesting that listening to, going back to listening what we know now, um. Um, and this is when Demi is like, this album came out when Demi was like in the thick of the Disney scene, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to when we uh, don't forget her previous album. That was like just when Camp Rock hit um, and she was the opening act for Jonas Brothers. But now she is embarking on a world tour headline. Sunny with a Chance is on the air. I believe gearing up for Camp Rock 2. Yeah, Camp Rock um, 2 then, has, I think, been made already by the time that she's on tour, but it's not out yet. I mean, you can tell that she's got that Camp Rock check because she is rocking all leather and Swarovski crystals in the Here yeah. We Go Again music video. Yeah, and this literally came out a year later um, after Don't Forget. Um, and then, of course, everyone kind of knows kind of what happened a little bit after this of mm-hmm. uh, her struggles and all that stuff. But I sensed that I said some, like there is a particular track that we'll get into where I said, Oh, something was going on and something was going on. Um, but a little background uh, about here we go again. So of course this is Demi's sophomore album, her second album. And she said, this was the album that she really wanted to make sure um, that people weren't just like, oh, that's the, the Camp Rock girl. So some of her um, ways of doing that was as opposed to working with the Jones Brothers, basically on every single song from Don't Forget, she did not work with the Jones Brothers at all on this album. That's not true. Um, except, except for one, except for one, which we'll get into. But overall, she kind of wanted to do her own thing um, and make it more personal. Um, and so she got some new producers. Do you want to hear what some of the critics had to say? Yes. We always love to hear what the critics had to say. Um, someone wrote, not quite, as, not quite as much fun as Don't Forget, but still fun. Oh, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good review. Um, someone wrote, for the bulk of the album, Lovato channels a witty, pouty, 
ingenue in high heels who's not afraid to call the shots, especially after a good cry. Um, Entertainment Weekly gave it a B- and praised the hard-edged tracks such as Got Dynamite, calling them suggestions of a direction that might set her apart in years to come. Um, and then some people, the album 5 out of 10 stars, um, gave it mixed reviews and said that Lovato desperately wants to be like Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Lovato Clarkson can't was name dropped in so many of those reviews. Yes, a lo- Kelly Clarkson, like every review was like a little bit like Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson. Um, Rolling Stone gave the album three stars out of five, saying Lovato has chops and spunk, akin to fellow Texan pop singer through her voice. Their voice doesn't um, chum with Kelly Clarkson's gutsy heart yet. So I think like the overall consensus was this was definitely an album that made critics note, oh, she's a lot, her voice and her musicality is a bit more different yeah. than the other, the other um, acts at the time. The other girls. The other artist and that she she did say, you sent me this video that we'll have to talk about in a little bit. That is a vlog by some YouTube channel named like Katie and Carly. And they interviewed Demi during uh-huh. her tour. And it is the most uncomfortable, one of the most uncomfortable videos I've ever seen in my life. Well, we, but- you know, we love when like somehow the teens are interviewing the teens and it's just really awkward. Yeah. Demi said in that interview that she would like love to be you know she like would love to channel kelly clarkson but she also really wanted to channel john mayer which is so weird it's so random like apparently she loved (laughs) john mayer (laughs) and she and she got her wish she did they wrote i think they worked on multiple songs for this but there is one that made it to the album and it is not a song that i think is very good well i thought it was before researching which one was written by John Mayer, I thought it was a different one. Really? She also worked with the lead singer from The Academy Is on a lot of these songs for my scene bitches out there. Um, apparently, oh, they wrote a lot of emotional songs for the album, one of which was For the Love of a Daughter, which I think ended up on her next album. And apparently there were several other, quote, emotional songs that were put on hold and then just saved for when she left Disney because she was clearly going through it but she was going through it a bit too much to put it all on the line on an album by Hollywood Records. Every single song, except maybe two or three, was produced by John Fields. Mm-hmm. And that, that name may be familiar to you um, because he worked on a lot of the Disney stars albums back in the day. Um, so Lines, Vines, and Trying Times. Um, a little bit longer by the Jonas Brothers. Breakout, don't forget. Uh, Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato. Kiss and Tell, Selena Gomez's first album, The Time of Our Lives. Miley Cyrus. So I think he was the go-to when the Disney stars were doing the solo non-Disney yeah. stuff because he doesn't like work on any of the. I think the only like Disney Disney stuff he ever worked on was Jonas the TV show, and that's about it. Um, he works a lot with Ben Rector now. Strange. So, so, uh, so good the, for him. The cycle of culture surrounding this album as well, obviously, you know, 2009, 2010, Demi Lovato announced that David Archuleta would be opening for her on her MySpace page, which was uh, <laughs> noted on the Wikipedia page. Uh, Jordan Pruitt also opened for her on this tour as well, our girl. Whoa. I What? 
feel that those are two different Disney eras that shouldn't cross over. Uh, Demi was nominated for multiple Teen Choice Awards the year that this album came out. In the Katie and uh, Carly vlog, they inform her that she is nominated for four, which she is surprised by because she thought she was only nominated for three. (laughs) Which was funny. That whole video is basically Demi being like, yeah, I mean, like, it would be cool if that stuff happens, but, like, I don't care. Like, I really don't care about the numbers. Like, I don't care if I win the awards. I just don't care. But it would be cool if it happened, but I, I, I like, I don't care. I don't care. Did you say four? Did you say four? <laughs> Did you say four? Oh, or she was like, it'd be really cool if the album debuted at number one, but, like, um, it's fine if it doesn't, you know? Like, it'd be really cool just to... And the two teens that are interviewing her... Sitting in there, first of all, they're, whatever channel this is, I don't know how they clenched the Demi Lovato interview with the iMovie ass intro that they have. Because it's like every iMovie sound effect you can possibly remember from 2009. And throughout the entire interview, there is an industrial AC like whirring in the background. They're, they did look like it is in, like, the hallways of Madison Square Garden. It had to have been. Like, get these, they just put two get chairs. these chairs. <laughs> We have to get this interview done. They were like, okay. They were like, you have 10 minutes. You have 10 minutes. Um, like, because okay. at one point. 10 minutes? I don't care about the numbers. At one point, you can hear a loud bang noise. And one of the girls goes, that was loud. <laughs> 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 and then the person who's holding the camera when, like, they're trying to confirm or deny how many Teen Choice Awards Demi has. They're just like, yeah, we just checked. I, I-, I think. I-, I think it's four. But. The 2010 Teen Choice Awards, just to set the scene for you, Katy Perry performing Teenage Dream, Jason Derulo performing What You Say in My Head, Justin Bieber performing You Smile, all that wow. good stuff. The 2010 Teen Choice Awards in particular are very Becca Stogner coded because Paramore won two awards and were nominated for more, and Keith Urban won Best Male Country Artist that year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Keith Urban actually has a Teen Choice Award? He does. He won it. You think Nicole Kid? You think Nicole? <laughs> yeah, but do you think he like actually has it? I don't know. Think him and Nicole Kidman when they go to the Australian beaches. He's like, oh, I gotta he pack my Teen Choice Award. <laughs> Keith, don't forget the don't forget the surfboard. Well, Demi did not win um, her award. Damn. She lost Demi. the award for choice to pop who? album to My World 2.0 by Justin Bieber. To the Beebs. The Beebs, the Beebs. And she lost Choice Love Song for Catch Me, which the only exception was also nominated for. But they all lost Uh to the song When I Look at You by Miley Miley Cyrus. (laughs) Tough competition. Tough competition. So that is the world in which we are entering. Here we go again. And I guess we should just start with the title track. Here we go again. Um, song was not written by Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. One of the rare few of this album. Demi did write um, at least on most of them. And then there's one track that she says is her baby because she wrote it all by herself in her bedroom. Oh, uh, this is not the baby. This is not the baby. This one's the problem child. <laughs> yes, but her most famous from the album, oh, at least yeah. to me. I, I still love this song. The top comment on the music video was from 14 years ago, and it said, really like this song, and I think I'm going to sing it at my school's talent show. Oh, I hope you sang it they, at your school talent show, whatever that is. I hope they did. Um, this, this song peaked at number 15 on the Hot 100. Should have been higher. 
So top top twenty, top twenty. Should have been higher. Um, I enjoy this song. I think the intro is very memorable. Mm-hmm. The guitar intro. Um, I would have loved to hear this on revamped, just so Demi could do the Demi belt at the, the end. Demi yell. Um, yeah, you would have wanted the Demi yes. yell for revamped. This song has a great um, Demi yell moments on it. You, lo- we love a good Demi. Swear yell. Um, what did Demi say? Because we watched the making of this music video. She looks um, so dead inside. Yeah. So dead yeah, inside. Yeah. I think the music video is kind of mid. I Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because what are your opinions on when it's just the music video is just people performing on a stage? Like, if it's a live video, it's fine, I think. That's but different. If but if the, like, the music video, yeah. I need something other than you on a stage at a concert yeah. why can't you do something like yeah and the gr- you gave us something with the green room barely um, but- there's like a soft storyline where she picks up a model's headshot off of her mirror and she's like ugh she tears it in half and then she looks at a similar headshot on her blackberry and deletes it Yeah. but then he comes to the show and at the very end there's like a dramatic moment where you see a hand on her shoulder with a rose but we don't see who it is and other than we'll that, it is performance footage only. Yeah, and it's like, okay, put some effort. This is, Demi, D- Disney has money behind Demi Lovato exactly. now. They could have done something. And if it's, uh, I mean, not that, to say that Demi is like a boring performer or anything like that, but if you're going to have a music video be focused mostly on the performance, like, I just need more out of oh, it. Oh, I think, I think in general, I don't like it when music videos are just them singing with a microphone. Yeah. And usually, because I'm like, at least do something else. Cause we could do, we could see that anytime when you, when you come to our town. (laughs) Um, but I like, here we go again. It's very easy to, the the lyrics are very easy to memorize. It's very easy to let that song back in. This is also a song that, like, Uh, I think we were talking about this, and and this is the general discourse as well, that, like, upon re-examining the lyrics, it could be about a relationship, or it could be about... Okay, that's... I don't... It's... There was a TikTok theory that it was about her um, drug issue. I feel like this song can be about multiple things. And again, it's one of those knowing what we know now. Not saying it is about it, but, um, you know... Here we go again. <laughs> I, I think it's a great way. I always say you want to start your album off strong, and I think Demi Lovato is starting it off strong with this one. Um, what do you think about the album cover? Shh. The, li- the little secret? I don't know. Like it- <laughs> What's so secret like about it? it? <laughs> I don't like it. It's so close up. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like... I don't know. None of the songs on this album give off the vibe that she needs to be shushing me because she's yelling. <laughs> right. Time. Yeah, you're yelling the entire time. So why are you shushing me? This isn't a library. I'm picking, I'm picking it up at Target and it's telling me to shush. <laughs> about to you're in Lovato's library now. Right. So hush. <laughs> hush your mouth. All right. Enough with Here We Go Again. Enough. It's Enough. time to go solo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next song is called Solo. Did you hear what is said at the very beginning of the song? Mm, 
So what they have it? a very like kind of garbled. Yes, I no, I couldn't tell what it. You're said. not supposed to be able to tell. Uh, the intro was originally undecipherable, blended with the production until Demi revealed in 2020, 12 years after what? the song's release, that it's actually their little sister, Madison De La Garza, saying, "What's up, my bitches." <laughs> <laughs> And if you listen very closely, you can kind of hear it. But I can't what? believe that about- they buried that I was on Google- a Hollywood Records album. So maybe that was the secret. That's why she was shushing us, because she hid the word bitch on this album. That is so funny. So- um, my question is, there's many references to the person she's singing about being an actor and a singer. Hmm. Joseph um, And that, like... Josepher, <laughs> you thought you could get to my best friend without a script. Your game is lacking. Mm. You sing. You sing to me, and in your words, I hear a melody. But in the twilight, it's so hard to see what's wrong for me. In the so, twilight, it's, is this about Robert Pattinson? Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely about a singer actor, Robert Pattinson. Who wi- wait? A singer-actor who went with her best friend? Nick Jonas? Hmm. Shh. <laughs> Shh. He collaborated on this album. He. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Um, Solo also has a play on, like, in the chorus. It's like, so, like, you bring me down so low. Like, so low to the ground. But then also, I will be solo. It's basically, I, I don't know. This this song was Fine, but this is also but... the, wait. This, I think this is also the same year that Nick Jonas did Nick Jonas in the administration, according to my Google search. He's going solo. So he's all he's going solo. Mm-hmm. I don't know theories. I don't know theories abound. Um, well, I guess without the theories, this song is fine, but it's like for the rock breakdown, it's, it's fav- pretty tame. It's not my favorite solo, Demi Lovato yeah. song. She has a song. Do you know the song I'm talking about? There's a song. I don't. We're on different pages. Um, there is a song sung by Demi Lovato called "Solo" that came out like in twenty. Oh, the the like, Clean Bandit song. Eighteen. Yeah, because yes. when I was looking up solo Demi Lovato lyrics, I was like, "Where is it?" It was like buried <laughs> under all, all this other now, song. Now that song, that song's a hit. It's definitely when Demi Lovato was like being. Remember when that moment in our in our lives where Demi Lovato was being featured on every like DJ? Yes. She was featured on a song with, um, I think, two different songs with cheat codes. The No Promises one. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, she was like on every. such a weird time. She was, like a, <laughs> she so, was dancing with the DJs. You can li- <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can either listen. So you have like your choice. You want to solo with Here We Go Again or solo by the band? Exactly. See which one you I want. I know which way you'll be going. Um. Yeah, <laughs> solo. So, I don't want to talk about this next Why? one. Why? <laughs> I will talk about it, of course, because that's what we're here to do. Um, the next song is called You Got Nothing On Me. And to me, the intro sounds like the Degrassi theme song. <laughs> it just sounded like mush mouth to me. I just, yeah. This song, so it, this song is basically about, like, she's with a guy, and he makes her feel great, but then she, like, slowly kind of realizes that he's probably cheating, and but he has nothing on her, because she's a good girl. 
But the evidence that she provides for him cheating in the second verse is that he smiled at a girl on the street. Which yeah, isn't enough. And like what if like what if what if the girl passed gas and he like laughed? <laughs> he was like, Oh, that was I don't know, that looked like someone I knew from high school, but it turned out it wasn't. Like, oh that was my She does say that like, she oh, that found a cousin. necklace in his car that wasn't hers. So I guess that could be something. <laughs> his mom's like, guys, wait, left my <laughs> necklace in the car. She's like, oh crap, sorry. Right. <laughs> this is not enough concrete evidence to and then for her to also be like, Well, you got nothing on me. Like Okay, damn. Is that why she had Okay, the 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 challenge for us is to figure out why she's shushing us um <laughs> on the album cover and is this one of the moments that you have nothing on me or do you? You know? <laughs> like I need to know what she's why she's telling us to hush on the album cover. All right, I have another theory for later. But we can go we can about go ahead what? and skip over this song if you want. I mean, it's just... I don't really have anything else to say about it. You know how these you... album reviews go. There's always, like, three songs that we'll spend the whole time talking about in the rest. I know. I wanted like... to be like, people who listen to this, are they, like, they spent three seconds on You Got Nothing On Me, but we're at hour 15 on Here We Go Again. <laughs> um, and we're just starting. We're just starting off strong. Um, yeah, it's just... That's the, that's the thing I wrote in my notes was, like, sounds like the Degrassi theme song. <laughs> Um, whatever it takes. So the next one, I think this is like kind of the closest we come to like a happy song on this album. Falling over falling me. over me. Uh, a bit of a snooze. It's a slow jam. the The lyrics were giving me like it was love at first sight, and you're just spending a lot of time together. Yeah, I also put like it's very meh. Yeah. But there's a someone who I all of a sudden is doing the backup vocals, <laughs> a mystery man. Oh, she's sh- a secret. <laughs> a, sh- a secret? Is that is that what we're trying to figure out who the mystery well, man is on this song? Every one of these songs, we're gonna have a theory. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see which one works best. Um, cause like Dimly, 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 <laughs> you know her legal name is Dimly. Um. Um, Demi Lovato in the song goes like who you are is falling is that the lyrics? Yeah. Um, who you are is everything I need or who you are is falling over me and then there's like a a mystery band who is echoing that back to her. Um and I I thought it was Nick Jonas at first. <laughs> but this is not the song he wrote on, so I was mm, wrong. I see. Um, the one he wrote on does have extremely similar vibes because it's also a love song. Well, you know, Nick Nick Jonas is always in love. A little love bug. Little love bug. Um, yeah, I think I yeah, this song was very one of the one of the more forgettable ones for me. Yeah, because we don't have the demi yell. Or don't have the demi anything to super make it stand out. Other than if you look back at it and be like, "Oh, that's kind of one of the only songs that's like sort of got something happy going on in it." Yeah, because then we get into the next one. Quiet. She's shushing us. Which is <laughs> this is what this is what the cover is. But she makes it not quiet because this song is full of the demi yell. 
Well, this was the song that made me go, oh, knowing what we know now. Mm-hmm. Um, very Alanis Morissette to me. Okay, interesting. I could see that. Es- especially especially it, when she sings the the phrase here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is the one where I said, Miley can never put this on an album. Selena for sure can never put this on an album. Well, Selena can't hit those notes, girl. It's... <laughs> well, <laughs> um, they'll go, they'll, the Selena's will come for you. It was very different. Yeah. Um, maybe like one of the one of the most realist, vulnerable songs. There was also a lyric that... where she says, "You follow me home, but I never invite you inside." It's like I feel like what? this is the song that is like. Has like very a double meaning to mm-hmm. it. Um, it, it. It was just very shocking. I mean, it's not like a putting my mind into what was going on, re- being released by the Disney stars at this time. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I see what you're not showing. I've got you alone, but the air is still. It is so still. It's weird. Um, don't stop. Don't stop telling me goodnight. Just promise you'll kiss me goodbye. What's taking so long? Don't tell me you're not going to try. The tension's building my mind. I want to scream and I know why. It's much too quiet here. Make it all go away. It's so quiet in here. Um, yeah. This was a very, yeah. Really put her feeling, I said she's some, she's angry. Yeah, or this is like the page sleep. of her diary that she showed to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say this was like, not the most memorable song in general, but one of the songs after listening to it that definitely stuck out yeah. to me as, oh, this is different than what I've heard so far in this album and what was happening being released around this time. Yeah, 100%. Um, so maybe that's what she should. She, she's like, it's about to get quiet in here. <laughs> it's about to get quiet in here. Y'all ready to get quiet? Well, the next song, she's shushing us because we're walking into her bedroom where she wrote the song all by herself. Yeah. Uh, this song is Catch Me, which Demi has sole writing credits on. And yeah. at the beginning, I was like, was... don't forget. Yeah, it has that that um like progression, the chord progression. Yeah, and, sure. and the same kind of vocal where it like she starts singing right from the minute the song starts. Like it's it's kind of like that. Yeah. Um, although I will say some of the lyrics that Demi wrote have me scratching my head. Why? Well, first of all, I, you have to listen closely for it, but she mispronounces hypnotizing throughout this song. She said in an interview recently that she's like, yep, if you listen back to Catch Me, I'm saying um, hypnotizing hypnotizing or yeah. something. She tweeted in 2010, like about a year after this came out, I grew up thinking hypnotize was spelled with an M. My brain can't comprehend the fact that there is no such word as hypnotize. No one told her? They Did right. they see the paper that she handed them with her lyrics and go like, all right. <laughs> maybe maybe they thought it was like her. Like, this is like when I, how I said key sock instead of kiosk forever. You said a what? Key, like, you know, a kiosk, like in a mall. I said yeah. key sock for years. 
He's like, well, you know, I said crackle barrel. <laughs> I also said I, it was crackle I also barrel. said foliage instead of foliage into like 2018. Look at that foliage. <laughs> I said it in a rehearsal when we were like putting greenery up in a room. I was like, oh, the foliage. And people were like, huh? <laughs> oh, what is that? So I can relate. But she also has a lyric where she describes herself as like a child running scared from a clown. <laughs> I it. Timmy said you'll float Timmy too. Said, you'll float too. Where was her you'll where is the song on the it soundtrack if she's gonna get a song on screen? Come on. Imagine, imagine. And then the line the song peaked it. My stomach screams when I look at you. Mom, my stomach. <laughs> you hungry? You hungry? When I hear my stomach screams, <laughs> I'm just imagining like when I'm at my most hungry. Yeah. Um, this song peaked at number 89. Oh, really? On she charts. charted? Oh, yes. She char- Her stomach was screaming. <laughs> she was, she was hungry to be on the charts. The charts heard and the charted. Um, Demi has performed this on tour, oh. like, in a couple, um, in, more, in the most recent years. There's actually a YouTube video of her performing it acoustic during the record of like sorry not sorry like during that time Hmm. so i think what you said is probably very accurate that the song is holds a special yeah i guess it's still her baby in the the in the lovato lore um that is um the demovato uh discography the ending of the song was very interesting uh yeah i would have preferred if it just stayed the way it did yeah because we have this really nice section like coming out of the bridge with these strings and it sounds great. And then all of a sudden it, it like picks up speed and there's guitars and it's just like it's kind of a whole different song for the last like 30 seconds. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird, weird thing. Um, I agree. So I liked it, though. Like, I think overall I enjoyed this. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. My roommate in Atlanta. Uh, loved this song, and so every time I uh, when I knew we were covering it, I texted my, my my um, texter, and I was like, "We're covering this song." <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, next song. Every time, you every time. Okay, this the song that I thought was written by John Mayer, really, but was not, because to me it sounds like Sunday Morning by Maroon Five. John Mayer didn't write that, did he? I know. <laughs> he did not, but um but you know, that kind of style. So then why but uh, why would you assume that a Maroon 5 sounding song would be something that John Mayer worked on? Because I knew Maroon 5 was not on this album. Yeah, this is like um this is like a 70s like kind of jazzy sound this one was noted as a standout track from the washington post for being evidence as a promising future career for demi lovato as an artist um i feel like catch me is that not this yeah i like this song i i think this is very interesting and i liked the switch up of the sound but this wasn't the one that I was like, I oh, this is 100% going to be a big successful artist based on this song and nothing else. Again, we talk about this a lot with the Disney stars tracks. You can definitely tell when they're just like, I have to fill out an album. Yeah. I have to have 13 tracks. 
And to me, this is uh, one of those. I liked it, though. You can like what you like. I never said you can't like it. Like, in terms of which songs I saved to my library um, after hearing this, this was one of them. All right, now. <laughs> Good for you. Well, I'm glad that you can continue listening. I did love, I love I the way be. she said, she's no me! She's, she's no me. And she's no me, she's no Disney. She's Demi. no you either. Oh, no. <laughs> she's not me, she's not you, she's Demi. <laughs> All right, next track. Got Dynamite. This is another one that was cited by multiple critics as one of the best from the album and, again, as evidence of a promising what? career for Demi Lovato. Really? Because my note was it sounds like the WWE. <laughs> you stop. <laughs> it did, does it not? I guess. I. It was giving me Black Keys, like the opening with that like fuzzy guitar. I was thinking Black Keys, but... That's what the, the the critics are not critiquing. <laughs> uh, the line, They're I do not... hate how she says, log in, try to hack me. On this yeah. song. I hate that line. But I this was a surprise banger for me. I, I really enjoyed God Dynamite. OK, nothing. I, I really none haven't... of these songs touch. Here we go again. Like, let's just be clear. But yeah. And I'm wondering if that is the reason why, like, why do you think Demi Lovato did not feature any songs from Here We Go Again on Revamped? I wonder if it was just, like, a time in her life that she didn't want to revisit. Um, Maybe the same with Dancing with the Devil, I think, because those are, like, the two albums that probably most primarily surround bad times. I don't know if it's just that, like, it already has a rock sound, but she did put two songs from Don't Forget on there, so I don't know if it's that. I really don't know. Do you think Do you think just the same with Dancing with the Devil? They just don't have any really um, outstanding tracks? But this one does. Overall? It has Here We Go Again. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I would say Here We Go Again, when you think of Dim Lovato, you don't think of that I do. song. Really? But I think that's just because I listened to it so much, like, as I was growing up. And so I don't know if I can say the same for that for everybody, but. Yeah, because, yeah, Dancing with the Devil really didn't have. Dancing with the Devil! Besides that. (laughs) It's just interesting that none of Here We Go Again or Dancing with the Devil made the revamped cut. I know. It may be revamped, too. We'll we'll bring it revamped to two. Here we go well, again. <gasps> Great title, revamped again. And then the first, if she does another one entitled it revamped again, here we go again. It better, it better. be track one. It better. Then like, what else? What else would you like to hear from revamped again? Uh, so far so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mayhaps. Um, here we go again. You know what? Since we talked about it, let's let's throw solo and no promises in there. Give the little EDM. Oh yeah, like <laughs> that's the thing. I think all the big hits were on revamped one. Yeah, so there was no reason There's... to do it. 
There's no reason to do a number two. She does 29, but it like screamo. Next track. Stop the World. Written by Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato. <laughs> Literally the only thing I wrote down for this was Nick Jonas. That was I it. wrote sounds like a commercial. <laughs> the the description of the song was that they were trying to go for like Romeo and Juliet, like intense forbidden love. Oh, all right. <laughs> My theory is back over that track where I'm like, I think it may be about Nick Jonas moving about the singer actor. I'm just mm. saying. I, I could be, they could have just been friends the entire time, but they probably were. Um, but again, this is just a forgettable one for me. Yikes. Yeah, me too. And, it, and the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato can collab. And they've done it successfully. This is just not one of theirs. Maybe because not all the Jonas Brothers are present. Wait, there's no singing on it, and just Nick wrote it. Yeah. They're like, I wonder why she only picked Nick to collab with on this I one. Know. She was like, I, this time I didn't want to collab with any Jonas Brothers, except for the one that I still collabed with. <laughs> Who was, at the same time but... that he was writing this, was probably writing a song about how cheese just smells like feet to him. Right. Nick Jonas was right. not in his penmanship era. From the lips of Jonas to the lips of Mayer, because right back into that is the John Mayer and Demi song, World of Chances. Yeah. Um, I gave this song a chance. And it's another snooze. That's Yeah, and that's like I like some John Mayer songs, but this is very like John Mayer, like music, kind of you know, you don't get up and dance to John Mayer. Exactly, and even though if I, if Daughters comes on, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, my Father's biggest my biggest gripe with this song is not that it's just like boring. I think it's just that the lyrical content is so barely there. Like, there's like maybe four or five lines in this song that aren't "I've given you a world of chances." Like, each verse yeah. is, like, two lines, and then she's like, I've given you a world. Do you think this is a song written by John Mayer that Demi Lovato, like, I mean, it's, they both have writing credit, but you know what I mean when I'm going with this? Yeah. If this was, like, from a Demi perspective or from, it ended up being a John Mayer perspective, and he's like, well, you can have it. You can sing it. I don't know. I think it's something that they collabed on, because I don't think that John Mayer would let a woman hurt him over and over again before he broke up with her, but I do believe that Demi Lovato would let a man hurt her over and over again before she broke up with him, which is what the song is about. It's just like, I've given you all these freaking chances, and then one of the verses is literally like, I'm sitting down to write you a goodbye letter, but then I remember, more chances for you. Like, just end it. Just break up with the man. Talk about Sonny with a chance. Talk about Sonny with a world of chances. <laughs> Talk about Sonny giving out chances. Ba, ba, da, 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 to John da, 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 da. I just think, like, I wish, because Demi Lovato talked about how she wanted to collaborate with John Mayer. And this is the song we get. Yeah. But, I mean, John Mayer think, is an, is an acoustic boy, so I don't know what else we should have right, expected. Right, right. I think, I think the music style Demi Lovato was going with this one did not match. Now, if it was, like, the vibe of Catch Me throughout the whole thing, I think it could have worked. We just keep waiting on the world to change, and... <laughs> 
this album's not going to change uh, the styling um, unless we see fit, I suppose. I suppose. Interesting. All right. And guess what? After the John Mayer acoustic by the fire, <laughs> we're back. We're back. To rock and, we're back to rock the it out. The only other <laughs> single to get a release off of this album. With a music Remember video. Remember December. Another, this music video also was boring. It did not chart. It didn't. <laughs> it was like all performance footage. It charted. It charted in the UK. Oh, okay. Well, the Brits love to remember December. I rather go remember December. I want to go remember December with me. I think this music video was supposed to be a little Camp Rock two plug because Miss Anna Maria Perez de Tacle makes an appearance. As well as Megan Martin. There's a scene and Chloe. The Bridget. girlies don't appear until over halfway through the song. And it's just like yeah. there's a shot of Demi hanging out in the back of a limo with Megan Martin, and Megan Martin is like disassociating. And Demi taps her and she kinda wakes up <laughs> and is like, Hey yeah <laughs> And then they're walking down the street together. There's also footage of Demi in a sparkly hoodie that is giving very gaga in two thousand nine, if you go back and look at it. <laughs> And then the rest is just more um, performance footage of her in all black leather. Like, y'all didn't already do this? I would like to hear Jim Lovato sing this now. I will Revamped? Say. Here Revamped. Go. Redecember. <laughs> Revamped in December. Track two. Track two. I'm confused. Uh, because this why? song is about, like, uh, her boyfriend, I guess, is being convinced by his friends to break up with her. But she's like, no, please. Remember in December, we were so in love. Just think about back then. But in all of her interviews, she said uh, that this song is for girls to remind their boyfriends when they messed up. And she's like, oh, this song is for the girls. All right. I think to end your confusion, I think we should just read what Demi Lovato had to say about this right. song. This is what Demi Lovato said in an interview. I love this song for many reasons. It had a different sound than a lot of my songs. I related to it personally more than other songs, and I have so much fun with it. I thought it could be a single that it would be incredible to perform it all the time. What stands out about the song is that I can dance to it, rock out to it, which is ultimately my goal. I was just so excited when I heard this one. It's the one I want my future to go to go with musically. Hmm. Um, so she just likes that she can boogie to it. <laughs> I mean, critics compared the song to works of the Veronicas huh. and Paramore. No. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? I didn't hear that at all. The Veronicas, yeah, because it has like, it's a little bit rocky and a little bit poppy, but I think this is more poppy than Paramore would have been back then. MTV Buzzworthy named this track the fifth best song of 2009. I'm sorry. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry? <laughs> I mean, like what you like. I mean, no offense to Demi, but, what but the best, there are 10 best songs that came out in 2009, and they're all by Paramore, because Brand New Eyes came out that year. Oh, hush. I won't. <laughs> What about Boom Boom Pow? I'm looking at songs that came out in 2009. You hate Boom Boom Pow? I hate Boom Boom Pow. Now, I got a feeling. I got a feeling it's God tier. Well, guess what else? Can can I? Okay. 
I will go. I'll list you five songs. Well, I I from, know that came out in two thousand nine. Like Just Dance, Poker Face, Paparazzi, all those came out in two thousand nine. Once I tell Becca, once again, this is the game we're sure. playing. I'm probably two game. I'm gonna list you five songs. You have to tell me which one you will switch out to put Remember December <laughs> as number five. Okay. All right. <laughs> the climb. Love drunk by Boys oh! Like Girls. Um, um, what what else we got here? Battlefield by Jordan oh. Sparks. Good girls go oh. bad by Cobra Starship, and then the fifth spot. Let's see. All right, since you brought it up, um, Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. God, two thousand somewhere something in there. was in the water in two thousand nine. Somewhere in those songs is getting bumped by Remember December, according to MTV Buzzworthy. And Becca, you tell me which one has to leave. Oh my God. I don't want to, but if I had to, out of all of those, I think it would be Good Girls Girls Go Bad. Ooh. But I would move it to like number six. All right. (laughs) What if there was something that strong in the water in 2009 and y'all are putting Remember December in your top five? Hello? Oh, wait. Okay, I, okay. I found the official list, what MTV put out. MTV Buzzworthy, top five songs 2009. What were they? All right. Uh, MTV Buzzworthy, we spent all year obsessing over, studying, playing, and replaying some of the biggest and best songs 2009. So I guess not. And many that didn't... Qu- so without further ado, here are my picks for Buzzworthy's top five song 2009, which number four is Tokyo Hotel's Automatic. What? <laughs> so someone said, this is what MTV had to say about Remember December. See, this is the moment in the episode where someone's like, you talked two minutes about her collaboration with John Mayer. And now we're on hour 15 <laughs> of Remember December. Uh-huh. Um Though Remember December wasn't the lead single off of Demi Lovato's second album, Here We Go Again, it was easily the strongest and best, with a slight 80s uh, ting. Is that you, young Pat Benatar? Remember December is a serious standout that quickly makes it point out with Demi behind the wheel, seriously speeding the whole time. It's the perfect showcase for Demi's way beyond her years vocally, vocals and ability to sell a song without sugarcoating it. Play Remember December for a Disney hater and wait for an apology. For a Disney hater? I don't think that's going to change any minds. Uh, oh wait i found the rest of the i found three and two but not one lost media (laughs) lost media anyway i feel like we should i I think we remember i I think we gave everyone a good remembrance of december we did let's go to the next track which is everything you're not now on the actual put... album this would be the final track because there there are Correct. two bonus tracks yeah so and demi's version this is the final track before disney shoehorned their way into this <laughs> album so this um, is i guess According to unverified notations on Genius Lyrics, this song is like an unofficial sequel or conclusion to Here We Go Again, where they are no longer going again because she's finally done. 
with this album. <laughs> and it just, this one just gets kind of a big fat eh for me. I think, uh, part of me thinks he should have switched Remember December. Yeah, to, to do a stronger one. ending because this song also ends on a fade out. And if you're going to end like the whole story of your album on I, a fade out. I hate, I hate when songs do a fade out. Give me a definite ending. What? how are you going to sing that live? You're not. We know you're not. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure Demi has not. If I if I showed Demi the title tra- the the title of the song, Demi would be like, "What? What song is this? This exact and that's a that's a terrible way to end the album is like on a track that you're just kind of like, oh yeah, because it's about how you because we can always it's about how you start and about how you finish. I definitely think Remember December would have been a stronger closer now that you've said that because yeah. it has like the power too whereas this one like doesn't really have as much power behind it vocally or lyrically or anything. imagine imagine sitting in your car you know like when you finish the cd it just goes back to yeah. track one imagine when remember december just like because it ends on like the don't 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 yeah yes and then it goes back <sighs> where was it where was i in the in the in the um you were probably in math class. Chair. I was in math <laughs> class. But like, did y'all hear about this? Well, that is where no. the album unofficially ends. But Disney slapped on two bonus tracks on here. That and I know Demi. I know Demi was pissed about because <laughs> now it's can it's canonically a part of her second album. Yeah. Uh, the first one is Gift of a Friend, which is her song and from we... the Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure <laughs> And we are headed off to Ireland, <laughs> according to the music. So, like, this is what's so funny. If people who don't know if it's bonus tracks, like, I didn't know there were bonus tracks until I looked up mm-hmm. the album. So I was thinking, what the heck is going on in this song? <laughs> Why are there bagpipes? <laughs> this is so crazy. It's also, I think, just inadvertently the happiest, one of the happier songs on the album. It's written by, do you think Demi Lovato wrote this for the movie specifically or just had it in her repertoire? It's like, hey, we want you to, or they're like, hey, we want you to write something for Tinkerbell. Did she write on it? She wrote the song. Huh. I... I don't think the Demi of this era was just sitting down to write a tee-hee giggly song about friendship and, and happiness and love. So I'm going to guess that they gave, her, <laughs> they gave her an outline and like, they should stick with it. They're like, we want you to sing this song for Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. Do you think like when Disney, because Disney stars did this all the time with like, hey, we're having a new DVD, please sing this song for us. Do they cringed depending on what they got? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, sure Lucas knew he was getting scraps when they gave him Fox and the Hound 2. Like, do you think that, yeah. <laughs> do you think that was like, I mean, you notice they never told Miley Cyrus to sing on the re-release of the Aristocats They or surely did not. I, I know <laughs> when they handed Ra- Raven Grayson in the grass, she was like, ugh. <laughs> She's like, what the hell? It's so She's funny. She's like, King, one and a half. <laughs> not even three not even two you're giving me one that slapped ripe in the middle she was like you're giving me the Pumbaa um, movie <laughs> you're giving me the first movie about the character who farted on screen um 
Which is like the first Disney character who farted on screen. Certainly before. not the last. Um, do you, if you're a Disney star, would you rather sing a new song that goes on the DVD, like Demi Lovato's Gift of a Friend, with the bagpipes and everything? Or would you want to re-record a version that ends up on the DVD? I wonder, of, of a song that's featured I would want to re-record. Because I think you already okay. have a leg up of like doing a song that people know. The stakes are higher because yeah. if you flop, people are going to be mad. But if you do like Kiss the Girl, your place in history is cemented forever. Whereas like who remembers exactly. this song? I'm sure somebody does, but it, not me. Have you seen the music video? No. The music video is... <laughs> the fucking what? picture at the beginning of this. The what? I'm crying. <laughs> the what? Wait, why are I'm you laughing? You, hang on. There's a screen. There's a picture at the very beginning of this music video. <laughs> the thumbnail? No. Like the actual first technical shot of the video, like a picture that they put in the video before it starts. <laughs> <laughs> it is this picture of, <laughs> of like a very blurry off camera Demi Lovato holding up a plain piece of paper that they turned into a map to promote this song being on Here We Go Again. I know she was. You're gonna have to off. put this on the story. I that know. Is she... Funny. <laughs> I know she was pissed yeah, off. Yeah, this music video is all like flowers and bright colors. There's so many of her holding up paper and doing the like like those 2009 YouTube edits that they used to do. She's like in Shrek Swamp <laughs> or something, like walking around after it got beautified. <laughs> um, yeah, but another song that does not fit the vibe of Here We Go Again, and I know Demi was mad they put it on here, is So Far So Great, and which you all obviously know as a theme song from Sunny with a Chance. A part of me thinks they only had the 30 seconds of what's on TV, and Demi had to go back in and sing the rest of it because the second verse just feels so different from the mm-hmm. first verse musically it fits more of the here we go again album than the first half does than the first half of the you song also goes. sent me like a one of those like in tune with demi lovato like the the things that they would show on disney channel for her tour <gasps> she was pissed she was, she was pissed. they they dedicate <laughs> most of this minute long video they talk about like two songs from here we go again very briefly and then they talk about how when she performs so far so great on tour which i know she was mad she had to do they play Sunny with a chance clips behind her so that the kids like get a sense of object permanence and they can like sing along and know the words. And I know She's like, yeah, it's great that if everyone you're, knows how you're to sing Demi along. Lovato and you're hitting that stage and not a soul is singing the words back to you until you get to the Sunny with a chance theme song. Like you're out there pouring your heart out for 30 minutes and then you have to do your little bop bop ba da da and the crowd goes wild. She was like, Yeah, they love it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know she she looked upset. She was <laughs> having she to bring was that so up. So mad. <laughs> well, we went again and again, <laughs> and, again and again and again and again and again. So, now that we went through Demi's sophomore album, what do we think? This is not an album that I will be listening to again and again and again and again and again. 
Um, but no. there are a couple songs that stood out. I think overall, like, there wasn't really any part on the album where I was like, oh, this is bad. Um, there no. were just songs that I thought were maybe, like, forgettable or not as enjoyable as some of the standouts. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't think, I think for a sophomore album, she did pretty well. I mean, it debuted at number one. Like, that's the most you can ask for to beat the sophomore slump, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think overall, like you said, the album was okay. Yeah. I think it's musically, she was doing, she was definitely in her own wheelhouse musically than anyone else at the time. This album definitely was like, Demi Lovato has like the most, more edge musically out of everyone, out of her counterpart, so to say. This was probably the most interesting album to go back and listen to lyrically to be like oh okay i understand what's happening that i didn't understand what was happening back then you know what i mean yeah um and yeah so and this is kind of demi's last quote-unquote album disney album yeah so this was like the last album that she released while really in the disney machine yeah, because the next album didn't come out until 2011. And that's when she was off signing with a chance. She wasn't doing Camp Rock anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So before we really kind of... What do we think is like... We forget that Demi Lovato's Disney Channel music career was really very short. Well, it um, was short, but it was it was packed. There was a lot packed into that time. It was packed. Because there was so much going that. on. I mean, didn't Sunny with a Chance also had a soundtrack? Like, Send It On happened. Yeah. Two Camp Rock movies worth of songs from her. She was on tour. Like, she was in the limelight doing music that whole time. So the the time yeah. may have been short, but the impact was was big. I mean, she was like... I, I, guess I, I guess I should say, like, her time with Disney Channel wasn't short. But her releasing albums under the Disney Channel umbrella... Like a year. Um, there was only two. There was, yeah, there was only, like, a year. But, of course, she did multiple things between those two albums and a little bit after. Um, but, yeah, it's it's weird to think that, like, here we go again. It's technically her last. Yeah. Quote, unquote, last. But I think she was still with the label at the time. But it's different, I think, because she wasn't under the I, Disney channel. She? Huh. Or at least under so Hollywood. It's so records. interesting that they held, like, Skyscraper and, and, like, they were like, oh, let's hold all these emotional songs off. Until oh god, I forgot Jason Derulo and Ayaz were both on that album. <laughs> Shoddy's like a melody um, in my head, but it's it's interesting that they would be like, oh, let's save these emotional songs until we're away from the Disney umbrella. But you're still under the Disney umbrella on on Hollywood. Yeah, but I guess it's different because you're not doing anything on camera with us anymore, so we're not making you do the promoting of like the parks True. and all that stuff. You're just, I mean, if Jesse McCartney uh, can say that's what they tell me right before they sex me on an album on Hollywood records, I guess anything goes. Right. <laughs> I think it's different. Now she's like not a Disney. She, she, she hung up the mouse ears, so to speak, but still has the pin. All right. What is the Disney channel lesson we learned today? My Disney channel lesson is if you have a banger one track away from the last track on your album, just go ahead and scooch that one right down. 
That's what, that's what uh, I'm going to say. Yeah, and I think piggybacking off of you, I think my Disney Channel lesson is if your final track fades out, don't do that. <laughs> just have a definite How about ending. just don't do that? Just don't fade out your track. Yeah, just don't. Just don't fade. I don't care if it's track two of 500. <laughs> um, one, I'm not listening to a 500 <laughs> Taylor Swift is, is moments uh, away from doing that, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm sure all the Swifties will gladly. And that's fine. That's great. Um, but yeah, just don't find out any of your songs. Um, all right. Becca, if people want to see how you remember December, <laughs> where can you they can find you? me remembering and Decembering on Instagram and Twitter at Hey, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stogner on YouTube. Or you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, at YGSSG Podcast on the social media. Um, if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, and Cameron Martin on Twitter. But most importantly, if you want to follow any of our social media pages to keep up to date about anything and everything about this podcast, we're on all the social medias. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter slash X, TikTok, whatever. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast on any of those and you'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us. Um, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and if you leave us a review there, we will shout you out next time we do one of these fancy recordings and show you the love right back. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify if you are ever so kind. Um, and just chat with us on all the social medias. DM us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear because we want everyone listening to this to have so much fun as we have um, making it. All right, so, y'all. Yeah. It is good to be back. Um, we hope that y'all enjoyed our Demi coverage. We'll be back next week. I promise this time, no more gaps um, <sighs> with some more fun stuff while we're still in our strike era. But until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Always book your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs>